What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 194. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, our merch shop, pizza, California consent age law, save our children, jobs, map people, drug usage, shootings, and the NBA, and probably a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy hello hello i think i got our shit fixed from last week hell yeah explain it to koopy uh it's about this record player couldn't have that hooked up at the same time so now i just got to make sure to unhook it before we record it's bullshit but at least i got it figured out well, it's good you got it figured out. Yeah, so uh, me and Skinny recorded an episode, so I know for sure it should work. We did a music one that'll come out, I don't know, I don't remember what week, maybe this week or next. I don't remember what I scheduled it for, but uh, got to figure out when I'm going to record music spinoff 41. We're almost have enough songs to do it. Gotta I don't know, that. I need to get back in here with Skinny, I miss his... Uh... Yeah, fun ass. Let me know when you're off. Besides the days we do, man, these. my schedule been changing so much. One of the weekend days, I'm usually off. Sometimes my schedule changed six times in three days last week. Well, damn. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll get a schedule. Like it was changed day to day for a minute. Um. All right. Real quick. Patreon.com/slash podcastmo. Go there. Give us some money. Uh, if you want early access to the podcast or just want to. Uh, feel fucking cool as fuck. And um, we have some cool producers on my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Darmanish, Bear, and Pow Wow. Still saying Hurricane Haynes isn't a co-producer, but it still says he's in the pledge tier that he should be. So I'm going to keep shouting him out. But I think I'm getting the money. I don't know. I don't even really fucking pay attention anymore, to be honest. Hell and yeah. um, I'm just going to try. I want it to sit there until someday we can get uh, rather new scissor arms. I've thought about doing away with the table we record at, and I'm just getting like a long horizontal one, and then you could sit on the couch, and I can get some longer cords, but I also kind of like the table. I think it brings a certain uh-huh. sort of professionalism to the guests. Well, I mean, and, you know, we'd have to get up to, you know, pass our hits. Right. The table works, is it has a good dual purpose. That's true. Um, and if we ever film this, because a lot of people, you know, film their podcasts, I feel like the table would make sense. But I don't, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, we'll see whatever happens someday. Well, you know, if we had a lot of money, we could just redesign this whole room. Yeah. You know, you get to pay, well, pay I can't move of- this chair in the corner than my dog's bed because she loves it. So I got to keep that one. All right. Also, we have a, a merch shop. If you want to fucking podcast shirt, you should hit that Which, link. Go uh, buy the one. hats are back in stock. I looked today because I filled my cart and then I was like, I couldn't pull the trigger yet because. I need to Dude, it's get a expensive. more bills paid. Like I said, I've been buying some other people's merch, um, and merch can get expensive on these sites. But then again, when you go to a store to buy a shirt or something, you're like, fuck, it's expensive too. So right. got, at least know. I know what type of material I'm getting if I'm getting the premium. Right. The Strong Maurice's shirt is so comfortable. I think he was threadless, I think was his store. It's so comfortable. I'm like, shit, I might switch. Like, that's how comfortable the shirt I got from his shit was. Hell yeah. I was like, man, that's a pretty good shirt. So, um, We'll see. Yeah, the hats and coffee mugs were back in stock today. I didn't look any further. I was just kind of putting what I wanted in there. The beanies were in stock. 
Everything I was, I didn't come across any out of stock item today. One I was looking. Yeah, I need to. I need to save up for a hoodie because I know those hoodies are expensive. But yeah. it'd be cool. I to love have a hoodies. Hoodie. Yeah, me too. So, um, still hot here where we're at. They predict. They predict this fucking cold. It's gonna be cold this week, is what they said. It's like in the fucking eighties all week. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, sure, it's a little cooler than it was, but like that's not like cold. Fucking right. bitch still ass. Still hot weather. when I go outside. No <laughs> shit, I'm still sweating. So, yeah, uh, well, I don't need to be too cold, I guess, because I need my marijuana plants to make it. You know, I still got the two growing, looking pretty good. And if I remember, uh, if you want to check them out, I totally can. I got a little nervous because we had the big storms the other day, and I was like, "Shit, I don't know." And I'm getting, I'm out of my flower booster nutrients. Not that you have to have them, but you know, I'm like, "Ooh, we'll see how how much further these go." And then I bought the little magnifying glass because Pow Wow told me I need the magnifying glass. I tried to use it earlier. I'll be real honest; it looks like it's fucking broken or backwards. It looks like everything's further away to me. I don't. I if flip. it's looking further away, then it's. Probably bad. Did you flip it over and look on the other side? I did, but the thing is, they have lights on them, so you'd assume oh, the one that has well, lot, you'd yeah. want lights down. Well, is there not an adjuster? A circle around the Oh, I, I didn't notice if anything adjusted there. Usually on magnifying glass, there's some way to adjust them, and it's usually yeah. circular. Light, uh, Either way, I tried to look in the middle of the fucking day, and I was like, first off, I have light-sensitive eyes, so I was like, I can't see anything. And then I was like, how am I going to use And I think it would make sense indoors, but outdoors, I was like. Remind me, uh, and we'll take a look at your magnifying glass. All right, well, I'll try. We say a lot of shit on this thing that I always forget. But it's, Man, I, I forget. We're pie heads. Yeah, it does happen. Um, all right, I think that's about all I had on the housekeeping shit. So how's your week been, man? It's been busy. Uh, been busy. I agree. Works some bullshit these days. No, it's bullshit. It's just it's so busy that I don't have time to, like, like, I don't have hardly shit to talk about this week. No, you know? like, our, like, at the restaurant I work at, our sales have just been skyrocketing. And with the amount of volume, that building's not set up for it. I mean, I'll do my damn just to get your pizza out before 30 minutes. That sounds ridiculous. Right. But in the heat, I mean, when you got 50 people order at a time, I mean, it's. Right. And you only got one little six foot oven. Man, I'm almost to the point I'm. I know I brought that old the pizza from my hometown before, but like I just really got to find the perfect pizza somewhere. You know, I don't. Uh, you probably these, like those little people that sell Hunts Brothers. Maybe I, I mean I think San Ramos here in town is not bad. Cupy doesn't like because it's a little greasy. You know, yeah. depending on which one you get. But it's kind of that. I like the the thin, not thin crust because thin crust everywhere else are fucking crackers that they cut into squares, which is fucking weird. But the thin, flimsy. Fucking New York style crust. I don't know, like it just doesn't exist places. And now everything pizza crust wise at all the chains, from what I've noticed, is all what Pizza Hut used to be. So like when I was growing up, I was always very jealous because I had friends that got to go to Pizza Hut. And I got this just wasn't something my family fucking did. You know, we didn't go to fucking Pizza Hut or whatever. And so I remember if I'd be out with a, a friend's family and like Duncan or Wichita Falls, we'd stop in a Pizza Hut. And they'd order the pizza and they bring it to your table. And, like, I'm sure my family have done it before, but it felt like huh. not like other families. I remember you know? when I was real young, they went to Pizza Hut, like, once. Right. But we, I guess it was all, we didn't really do Domino's either. I, I think my parents were Little Caesars if we ate out. So we that. didn't eat out a whole lot either. Right. Though. I agree. We didn't as much um, when I was real young. But I remember Pizza Hut then being like, oh, that was cool because, like, the the crust is thick and it has a certain texture to it or whatever. But now it's like Domino's and then like where you're at as well, because I think it's gotten that way. Like the crust all is like, it's got this thick, 
like you bite and tear sort of quality. It's a chewy, it's a chewy type crust. It's all like that. And hand everyone toss. does it. But really, I think Domino's has the best version of it. Well, that's just because they put the garlic seasoning on the crust. I think. I think that helps. No, like they're. The texture's just a little bit better. I mean, like the right. the stuff Mazio's rolled out with is uh, it's just it's almost there. It's not quite when you I don't know because if you don't do it properly, then you have a little snap on it when you cut it. Right. I'm like, why would I want to you know put that on my teeth and right you know and then Papa John's their sauce is just sweet. I don't like a sweet red sauce. I agree. I can't can't eat Papa John's. I mean, John's. I really I mean, I really like their crust too, but I'm really gonna have to go with Domino's on the. the the hand tossed. Right. Now, as far as deep pan and uh thin, no, nah, we own that shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't I normally do hand toss. I think the the pan I enjoy quite a bit when I get it, but I always it kind of varies how deep dish someone does it. You know, like some places a pan one is a lot deeper than others and so I don't know. It, that depends on how long the opener was whether the openers pay attention and let it proof properly. Because deep pan you roll it, you put it in a pan and then like an hour, an hour and a half before it's doubled or tripled in size. Right. So, and then if you get a new opener, they always fucking feel like they need to put it up early. And I'm like, stop, stop. Right. So, I mean, because it's got to have that heat because once you put it in a walk-in, you know, to stop the heating process and let it cool and get ready and set for the day, you know, I mean, you got to get that rise on it. Well, I hope some we have a new trend. I just think the trend right now, and I think Domino's did start it whenever they did their big redesign of pizza. Remember they had the big commercials and shit. Like we changed our ingredients. We sent out survey. I think during that time they brought out whatever this new version of crust is. I think it was so cheap for them to make. Cause that's also when they would bring out that whole like $6 medium pizzas as long as you get two or more shit. Like the deal that I do every fucking time. Um, and now everywhere does that. So it's like, these people can only be selling pizzas at that cheap if somehow the crust is made cheaper than it used yeah. to be made. I don't uh, know. The problem with Domino's is you go in there and start typing in your order and you're like, what? $50? Oh, wait. Then you have to bet. Then you have to go and find that little coupon that they have readily available, you know. Oh, see, then, I, but then you can apply it as much as you want. Oh, it's so opposite from my experience. Domino's, Domino's is actually pretty easy to order. Domino's is pretty that, good. And that I happened always, to be the first time. I so. start with the coupon page. Whereas in Mazio's app, you ha- what you said, you have to add your food and then apply the coupon, which I didn't know that. And I kept being like, why is this not working? And it was like, you have to add the food first. And then I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, just fucking pizza apps. Yeah. Um, so maybe, that, maybe that, that killed some time on pizza. Yeah, I don't like talk. certain places apps. Um, okay, something that is a big, quote-unquote, big news story. Um I saw you share something about it, and I already had it on my list. So I was like, and I was going to ask, anyways, this, do we know if this shit's real? And then, so we've had some people talk about it, that California proposed some law that, in some scenarios, I guess I'm trying to be fair, um, a 21 year old can have sex with an 11 year old and not get put on the sex offender list, right? More or less. Yes. And it has to be like they they're not a known criminal, which to me just. Goes to help out the rich kids who didn't get. I don't know. It's not the point. Uh, and I don't know what all the other. Why was this on the ballot? Why was this voted on? Why was this even? An well, it would be a ballot, but yeah, a ballot. Whatever. Well, no, no. I'm saying, well, but like us pe- citizens wouldn't have voted on this. That's right. what I'm saying. A ballot. Oh, okay. It would have been right. Like a. 
it's a law passed by the some sort of House of Representatives, you would assume, or Senate, whatever they do in the and state of California. And then our cousin said another news article I hadn't got to yet about some uh, something else he uh, voted on. Right. So, um, Man, I do think just, it's weird. It's just despicable. Why? Well, to me, and here's a. I think what's so weird about it is that in my life, or even just in my adult life, so I've been an adult for 14 years, and um, I would say at the beginning of my adult life, the people that would have wanted the age of consent lower would have been conservatives for religious reasons. You know, there are plenty of these fucking weird religions. They're marrying off girls at 12, 13 years old, and they're the ones that are pushing for laws like this. I remember those stories when I was younger, you know. Now it seems to be that the left has gotten so progressive, they're like, no, I mean, sex happens, hormones are an 11-year-old, so it's going to happen. I don't know what their reasoning is, but it seems to be like it did shift in this, uh, this issue of age of consent. And I don't know. I what our cousin said is this is the same guy that authored the California bill that made it a crime to knowingly transmit AIDS. Well, that I think that's good to be make it a crime to knowingly transmit AIDS. Made it made it not a crime. Oh, sorry. Okay, maybe you said it right. I don't. I probably either. didn't. <laughs> I heard it wrong. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that's a, that's two terrible things. I mean, why is this dude in office? Oh my god. I mean. The first one, I guess I could see some sort of, or not not the underage thing, but the AIDS thing by being some sort of personal freedom sort of thing. But it seems like he's progressive, so that wouldn't be his angle in it. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't understand the whole pedophile thing. I don't get um, how everyone could be like, yeah, I think the age of consent should be 11. I think it's fine. And again, no one probably sat around and thought that. Someone wrote it in a bill and everyone voted well, on it. At least they found a lot of kids this week. I mean, what... So, yeah, it's know, what some of the stories. Whatever have been. mystery stories you want to hide behind, I mean, at least they're finding kids. I, you right. can say they're working an angle or whatever, but I don't care. They found kids. Right. Well, this has been going on for a so, while. I've like Vice News for quite, I would say, like I don't know, five years or so has been covering stories of of these things, like the dark web, uh, sting operations, and you know all the pedophile stuff. Um, but I know these days. For whatever reason, the whole save our children thing has become a very Republican thing, you know. And I'm, so, I was going to ask you. I'm glad you brought that up because when I first seen it, I thought it was it was some little hashtag, and I thought it was the save our children. It was tied to these people they didn't want you associated that was associated with pedophilia. But then everybody's been using it like it was a good thing, so I was a little confused. Maybe you can explain it to me. Um. Well. In my uh, perspective, you know, because I'm going to have my, my own take on it, I think it started originally by white women on the Internet who were tired of they couldn't participate in the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. So this is just me jumping to a lot of conclusions because I'm trying, you know, for a podcast sake. Um, and so they would sit at home and be like, well, you know what I think is more important than that? I think pedophile. Why are we letting people hurt our children? And then you're like, well, yeah, that is also bad. And they're like, well, I want to talk about it right now. And you're like, really? Right in the middle of all this other shit? And so then I have a note. I really think it truly started because these women that are stay-at-home moms or whatever, like, they couldn't contribute to the Black Lives Matter conversation. So they were like, well, we want to be fucking riled up too. And then it, this is what riled up. Now, I do think it's a good thing, like you said, you know, 
whatever the angles or whatever, right. these kids are getting saved. It's bringing, so I do think it started there. And I only say it because the people I saw sharing it were the same people that are typically like, well, Donald Trump's going to, you know, save the world or whatever. Now, it also kind of started with the, the QAnon, QAnon, whatever the fuck it is, um, which is the conspiracy theorist group that's been saying since before Donald Trump was president that when he became president, he was going to bring down all these pedophiles. And uh, first thing he was going to do, because everyone in Washington, D.C. are pedophiles, and then he hasn't, right? So he's been president this whole time. And so they basically all the time are like, but it's coming. It's coming, so I think they also kind of jumped on board. That, I hope they damn near eliminated if right. It would <laughs> be great as much as possible. I just personally, so where I'm at is because I don't think Republicans or Donald Trump or anyone is just going to get a pass because I like them so much. You know, I'm like, well, you know what? I've seen just as many pictures of Epstein with Donald Trump as I have with Clinton, right? And I think they're both fucking probably guilty. And I think it would say fuck them both. Um, but, like, I do think a lot of people that are on the Save Our Children are way more on, like, but Trump's innocent. You know, and it's like, I don't know why you would think that. I don't know that, so right. I cannot say that. Right, who knows one way or the other, but I like I said, someone has come out in court documents, I think they were unsealed, whatever they were, you know, with their story or accusation against Trump. So that something has been said. So I have kind of started, like, not taking it seriously because I'm like, oh, this is just a Donald Trump fan club theory or whatever. And I do think it's good that we're going to highlight it, you know, but I kind of quit thinking. Now I think then some liberal women who are also like, Hey, I care about kids. I think they co-opted it and they joined in and they started sharing kind of more like, yeah, save our children. You know, let's do this, this, and this. Like I've seen people take it for the, like, there's still children in those cages. Like some of the people no one talks about in the save our children movement, or they hadn't really, um, are on the southern border, we put all the kids in cages. You know, I'm sure you remember that whole story. Like 300 of those kids turned up missing. That no one knows where they went. Fucking 100 percent. Some fucking rich people bought those kids out of those cages from the fucking border. From Hell, the government. I want those kids found too. Right. And so, like, I've seen people that says save our children means all the children of the world, not just you know. And I agree with that. So I think it has morphed to have a lot of meanings. I think all of them can be good i think some people are using it all for political stunts. i mean I personally i hate that there has to be borders and all that crap i mean fuck i mean everybody'd like to live free and be happy but fuck there's just too much evil in the world i guess right i mean it's a weird thing i think because uh we have borders because of countries blah blah like if you don't want because i do say like i think borders are all bullshit in the sense of I think you should be able to travel wherever you want. I don't really think people should. Now, I guess in this epidemic or whatever, I, maybe they shouldn't or whatever. But, like, I don't think it's weird if I was, like, if I was, like, I want to go work at so-and-so and I applied for a job there. I don't know how easy it is. And now if, just me saying, people are like, well, these fucking Mexicans better apply for a job. But, like, they you know, they, I don't know. I don't look down on someone coming from a country of, like, so fucking poor, but they have the American dream. I'm like, hey, if they can fucking do it, let them try. That's kind of my attitude about it. Um if they fail, that'll be horrible. And then, like, I don't blame if someone else coming here and succeeding. I don't blame someone failing here on those people. You know, I'm like, you should have fucking learned. Like, I don't know. It's your own personal shit. Like, I can't be on the side of the day took our jobs people from South Park. You know, like, I'm always like, well, find a new fucking skill. Like, I don't know. You're going to figure it out. So, like, all the coal miner shit, you're like, you know, you read all that. And I'm like, this is all we've done for generations and generations. And I'm like, and that fucking sucks. Don't get me wrong. But when I was a kid, I was 
thinking of this shit, and I didn't even have a job in mind, but I was like, fuck, I can't work manual labor because I've seen all too many people in my jo- fucking family's bodies break down. Like, and my dad was always like, do not do manual labor. He's like, because it fucking hurts. And that's how he always was. He's like, go work in a fucking office. And so I would, sh- I would think of that shit, right? So it's hard for me to imagine a world where everyone's like, and son, you're going to be a coal miner just like me and my grandpa no, and his grandpa. No. And I'm like, you want that? I would assume you wouldn't want that. So, um, but again, I, I had good parents. That was the, that was the industry right then. Right, that's true, and that's what you had. Just like if you're a farmer, um, and you're like, listen, you can make good money farming. Let I me mean, now everybody worth. wants to be a gamer and YouTuber and podcaster, right. and you know, yeah. yeah, true. I mean, like, I think um, something that's cool about like the black community uh, that doesn't get talked about is that like the barber community, right? Like how a man can have a skill or a trait of being a barber and then he could teach that to his son and that's like a legit skill. But like in the white community, not that you couldn't, but a man cutting hair in the white community is normally gay or it's stereotypical, right? And I'm not trying to hate, like that's not something. Except the old school. You still got the old school got the old man old that man. got the red and white strap. Exactly. Barbers. Yeah. Barber shop. And the, not a salon. And a they, barber uh, shop. They shave the back of your neck and all. Yeah, but those are getting rare. I mean, there's one a couple blocks away. There's a few in town here. Oh, uh, they don't shave the back of my neck. Deals off at any place. Yeah. Really. That's a requirement of a haircut. And so, anyway, it's just interesting how different, you know, but like black people, I think, value their hair more than white I mean, people. hell, I mean, that's why I've said on this podcast before. That's what makes a hairstyle so attractive. They put their boobs on you and shave the back of your neck and don't bitch about it. Yeah, they normally like to trim my ear hair because they. I look. I think I still appear younger than I am. You know, I think a lot of people see me; they assume I'm younger, and so I always get the like, "Holy fuck, how do you have so much ear hair?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." It's, it's no, I cannot stand. I got a few pieces here and there, and like I even I found a little attachment that goes on a nose trimmer. Yeah, yeah, that takes that shit right off, man. Uh, I have these little mini pedicure scissors that uh, Koopy has, and I, I can get real close uh, with them. Back in the day, I just yank them out. But ah, oh, fuck that. Um. Now, I kind of want to do some, like, there's these earwax removal videos, you know, online. I think the candle one's bullshit, people are saying. But, I've seen the candle work. Uh, but I guess there's, like, some new one that people are talking about. They're like, no, this will take everything out. Well, and I would love to You just it. Light, light it on fire, and then when you unwrap that thing, there's so much earwax in there, it just sucked it right in. I've, I've seen it. Hell yeah. I've also fucked one of them up, and the whole thing just kind of kept on fire and didn't really work right, so... Well, I feel like it would help my music, you know, to hear these, hear more. Uh, my dad, I've used Q-tips like every day forever and you're not supposed to. It's like, do not put Q-tips in your ear. And I'm like, guess what? I've been doing this since I was eight years old. This is fucking life now. I go in there. Get and shit I go, out, man. And I go, you know, yeah. And it gets all out. But apparently every time you're pushing, you're, you're compacting something in there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my dad at one point in time had too much earwax and he, they had to go like water, pick it out, like at a doctor to get some of that, that out. hurts. And so... My dad after that was like, you should quit using those. And I'm like, I've done it every day since. <laughs> like, I just can't help it. Because it, it's scratching that itch, you know? Oh, no, that's how Q-tips work. Um, I can't think of... Uh, Hell, you ain't got to reach all the way to your damn cranium. Right. Yeah, you don't have to go that far. I, I always think of the TV show Girls because there's a scene on one episode where the main character at the beginning punctures her eardrum with a Q-tip. Like, she goes too deep. Yeah. And she's like OCD. It's like by the end of the episode, she has to do the other one to like I mean, be they, symmetrical. It's so funny. Well, they heal up pretty fast. Do they? Yeah. I've never. I don't think I've ever punctured mine. But um, I had a hole in my eardrum as a kid. It stayed there for years and years. Um, us earlier because I had this tied to the California law shit of the whole fucking eleven year olds, and um, 
map people are what pedophiles go. Like, all right, I haven't believed this whole time that, like, anyone's actually standing up for pedophiles. I'm like, no one's standing up for pedophiles. Like, no one's like, all right, I think they should be able to be attracted. But all these stories are coming out, right, of people be like, no, I fucking met people, right? And uh, they call themselves map for minor attracted person. So some dad was telling some story about how he met some guy who came up to him at some part, you know, some event with kids. And he goes, which one's your son? And he told him, and he was like, oh, he's an attractive kid. Does he date? And then the dad was like, no. And so he goes, oh, well, I'm a map person. So I was just curious. And the dad was like, well, I don't know what that is. And he goes, oh, let's look it up. And then the guy left. And the guy was like, and I looked it up. And the man, he want to fuck my son. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this would be crazy if this uh, happened in real life, right? And I'm like, I still don't even believe that story I read. I think someone made that shit up because it was funny. Well, like, thanks for letting me know because someone ever come up and said that to me and they ain't leaving. Right. You know. So, I anyway. Mean, they'll still be breathing, but they're not walking away immediately. Yeah. Uh, now, part of me, again, feels like these people can't be real. But, and I always, I never want to talk about this person I used to work with because they may listen to this podcast and I don't want to like... Yeah fucking hate on them or whatever, but it is it's my truth, and I don't think they listen to this podcast, but there was a person I used to work with who, like, everyone thought was a pedophile, right? Like, he would tell some stories, and people would start looking around and be like, yo, this motherfucker, right? But then one day, he told a story of, like, CPS got called to his house because of accusations, and they done investigations, and he he would never, and they found him to be innocent, and that made him feel, you know, and I was like, okay, but now I've learned CPS apparently are fucking kidnapping and selling kids or some shit. So I don't, who the fuck even knows if they could be trusted. So, I mean, I, I've never met a, a, per, a grown grown man who said some shit like, I just love children sitting on my lap. And well, Man, there was a weird dude that I worked with at the last place, and he ran you know one of the departments. And just he kind of had his, an old white man just had his pants pulled up. He was a preacher and... He just always try to talk to the young girls that just got hired, and right. he just had that weird presence. You know, they I'm buying some pizza for the kids. Right. And I mean, and I want to believe that he's just a nice guy, but he just has that pedophilia aroma about him. Right. Same with this one, and I remember the thing that really made me like I cannot talk about this ever again with this person because I just couldn't buy my tongue too much on her. He was like. Well, in Russia, they have groups of men who get together who are pedophiles, but they don't actually touch kids. They just they talk about their issues and and what they like about children. And I was like, how do you know about a group of pedophiles in Russia that get together to talk about how they're pedophile? Like to me, you only know that if you're a pedophile. I don't fucking know. Yeah, anyway. we do need cameras because I know the reactions on my face. Just, <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> so. I would love to talk about because I'm my, I'm trying to have powwow on this next episode and powwow. I don't know how we're gonna pull it off because he might still work with him. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I haven't seen this person in forever. He wasn't a horrible person. He just said some shit where I'm like, you read they really do love children in a way that is weird and awkward, but maybe completely innocent, or it's completely not innocent. You know, like I don't fucking know, but it was weird enough that everyone I worked with at some time behind this dude's back would be like, hey. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, so it was weird. It was fucking weird. Anyway, and that was the only time. And so if anyone ever mentioned something, I'm like, well, I knew one guy that was kind of awkward. Well, you like you, you always said you don't see anybody, you know, like really forward or not. But I think if it's not brought to attention, it's hard to get it stopped because everybody in power seems to be being paid off 
by these rich millionaires that are right pedophiles. Well, I think it and all. So we can't get anything done about it through the proper channels. Well, right. They only get like two years in jail and shit. Like it's fucking crazy. Even if they got caught. Um, but like I think it all starts at home. Like most things. Like I mean, growing up, my mom was very much like, if someone fucking touches you, you better tell me. Right. My mom was not fucking around on that sort of shit. And I'm sure just I'm sure like if anyone ever touched you. You would have had no problem telling your mom because your mom also has a very strong personality. I feel like right. now maybe I'm just naive because that didn't happen to me, and so that like if I did and someone was like, "I'll fucking kill your family if you tell someone," because that's apparently what happens. That I would be so scared for my family that I wouldn't. But I just knowing me and my loud ass fucking when I was a kid, I would have been like, "Mom, fucker, put his finger." My on mom, you probably like yours did you? My mom knew me too well. She knew I was thinking about something out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, she fucking sat down and I went. She would uh, sit down and, God dang it, she would sit down and fucking ask me questions, drill me until I finally gave the truth. Right. I mean, if she even thought something was wrong, sometimes nothing was wrong, and it took me forever, but it was like a two-hour ordeal. Right. Like No, my mom, I was very honest and truthful with my mom up until some age, you know, in which she started to be in that whole, like, have you done drugs? And I didn't for a long time, right? Like when I was in my high school. My mom didn't ask that because I don't think she wanted to know. Right. And eventually my mom got there, but I remember my mom asking me, and I'd be like, no. And she's like, uh, have you had sex? And I'd be like, no. But then it got to a point where she would ask that stuff, and I'd be like, mom, don't ask me questions. <laughs> like, when I was in high school, I was purely marijuana. Right. I didn't do anything else. College was when I started trying stupid shit. Yeah, it was just marijuana and maybe some alcohol. But I don't think my mom wanted to know because, you know, she's religious. <clears throat> right my mom wasn't religious but she didn't want me to fuck but up. anything else she was like she'd tell me what she thought of, you know what i shouldn't be out doing but i don't think she ever really thought i would smoke pot right well my mom um and who wouldn't know this you know i have a very like my face doesn't change i'm pretty straight even on drugs right like it's hard to tell i'm all fucked up i think and so i remember the first time i got caught coming home high and I lied and said everyone else was smoking it at the party. And she's like, why are your eyes red? I was like, because the fucking room was smoking. And she was like, you better fucking go to bed, right? But, like, I had a, I lied enough that she couldn't prove my lie was wrong. So we were good-ish. And then I remember one time in high school, I'd done a little cocaine because, you know, fuck, I, I got crazy a little bit there at the end. And uh, I'd done it with Coraceed and Colden Cough, which is like uh, Robitussin yeah. type shit. And the, you shouldn't mix those. And I was fucked up. Like the walls were shaking just in my vision and shit. It was like that episode of that 70s show at the beginning, you know, when he's talking to his parents high and the wallpaper's moving. Like that's what was happening to me, all fucked up on Coke and Coraceed and Colden so, Cough. And my mom was like, come talk to your dad right now. And I was like, oh shit. And my mom was like, look at his eyes. Aren't his eyes fucked up? My dad goes, he looks normal. <laughs> I remember being like, I just don't feel good. Let me go to bed. <laughs> you know, uh, no one considered me a pothead like adult was because I had great grades. I had a good attitude back in high school. I wasn't all pessimistic. I learned that in college. Right. Uh, I was actually fairly well dressed. I mean, I was always clean cut. Right. I was always real respectful because my mom would beat me otherwise. And I mean, so no one even thought that I would be a pot smoker. Is it? That happened in college, and yes, you are correct. <laughs> so. But turned it. Um, yeah, good old drug time. So I think that's how I got away with it. Mostly no one's really. Right. I remember me and my friend Jonathan, because he lived with me last semester of high school, and uh, we would be out in the sunroom, which was like my dad's old shop 
but he built another one. So it was just a fucking storage room with a bunch of fucking windows. And we would be sitting out there smoking a blunt and I would light up another cigar, like a blunt we wouldn't have loaded with weed. And my mom would fucking poke her head out and be like, what are y'all doing? And I would fucking grab that one. And I'd be like, fucking smoke with Swisher Sweets. Leave us alone. <laughs> like being a fucking dick. And she would just go in and like... When I think back, because my mom was fucking mean and shit. And I was like, well, she wasn't. but like, And she wouldn't stand for it. But like, she wasn't asking questions at midnight. You know what I mean? And she was just like, fucking whatever. Think you're all cool because you're 18. Like, well, that's, I like think. My mom would make it a point to go eat at the restaurants I worked at and drive around. Just make sure I was doing what I said I'd be doing. She'd swing by the friend's house. I said I was staying at. Uh, yeah, my mom... She just make sure she just wanted to know we were safe and we wasn't out doing what she said not to. Right, I she, was not being safe. I mean, so, I remember. Uh, one I mean, I got away with quite a bit, but you know. Yeah, I should have done better. I was um, pretty good at manipulating because I had a full time job. Yeah, um, I'm working. I did want to mention <laughs> that because we did mention how the the shooter and that Wisconsin shit, you know, shot people and. Uh, I heard someone explain it in a way of like, if it was whenever it's a school shooter bringing a gun into school, you know, if someone attacked them, you wouldn't be like, well, that person asked for it. You'd be like, why the fuck did that kid bring a gun into the school? And I'm like, I think it's a, I mean, I, again, not exactly the same thing, but I think it is fair to be like, yeah, that's true. So it is weird. People are like, what a hero. And I'm like, yeah, you don't say that about a school shooter though. Now, uh, I, someone pulled a gun on him though. I do think that's important. That dude, I seen that video. The dude that was walking up to him had a gun in hand, deserved to be shot in the arm. The other two, I didn't see the shoot, the shooting, but that dude deserved to be shot in the arm. He come up trying to shoot that motherfucker. I agree. I so agree. I mean, now I, I also one hundred percent agree. The kid should. I think him going out, it's premeditated in a way. He shows up with the rifle. He well, drove he'd hours. Be too young to have a rifle. On I mean, there is a lot now. of bad on that side as well. Well, I think if you're really for the Second Amendment, there is no age limit on the fucking Second Amendment. And there isn't no, you can't have tanks, you can't have machine guns. I really wish people lean into it harder. And you're like, you know what? The Second Amendment is right to bear arms. Now, something I'm very confused with because I'm not that smart. Do arms only mean guns? That's what I've always wanted to know. Because like someone's like, so-and-so had a knife. So I had to shoot him. And I'm like, do you not have the right to have a weapon in fucking America? Is that not your freedom? If the fucking black man has a gun, is that not his Second Amendment right? But the cop's like, well, I shot him because I saw a gun. And it's like, everyone should have guns. It's a Second Amendment right. Like, why is that a reason to kill people? I don't. I just don't get it. Don't but get if it. a guy with a gun is talking to you and you go to reach for your gun, there's usually one outcome. You're uh, He's going to turn around and shoot you. What's well, the Wild West shit, I guess, these days? Is he not? <laughs> I mean, draw. if you already know this motherfucker has a gun... And they've been trigger happy. Why would you even reach for one? If oh, you, at the point you reach for one, you're done. I mean, I'm telling. But yeah. like we grew up with, don't shoot at you know, don't don't hit unless you got get hit first. Don't shoot unless you get shot at first. Well, fuck, I might be dead then. Right. Well, that's cop. But, that's a cop's logic. Now but we always like, had rules of engagement. Don't a cop would say, "Well, I'm not going to let them have the first shot. I had to do it." You know. I mean. I get it. I just think it's weird we're in a place that there's like a whole faction of people on the internet that are like, if you would just do what the cop says, they won't kill you. And they think that's like, come uh, on. We've seen I just otherwise, don't though. think the cops, 
Right, that's a very good point. But first, I don't think the cops should kill people just because they don't follow orders. Like, I don't think that's American. That's some fucking Nazi shit. Like, do what I say. No, all right, then we're going to kill you. That, to me, is some Nazi shit. I don't know. I just can't imagine that American being like, we're cool with that. Even if someone talks back, we're like, I ain't fucking doing it. Guess what? You're going to have to wrestle that motherfucker now. Get back up. I don't know. Like, I just don't see why you're like, all right, well, I'll get to kill him. That's how it is in America. Like, I just don't agree with that. And yes, we've seen fucking videos of cops bringing white armed suspects in very easily. Like, I've I've seen both sides kill, but it does seem like more often that it's the black guy. Right. And I've seen videos of a black dude also getting treated well. I mean, like, it doesn't, it I've isn't seen, always. I've seen both sides, and I mean, I understand everybody should be pissed off. We really shouldn't bring race into it, I guess. It yeah, should we, just be cops should just. We shouldn't be pissed off at each other. I mean, and defunding's not going to help because when people police themselves. But we defund shit all the time. Well, I know. I'm just thinking that, like, okay, if you have no police force and you've seen the internet, two people can't agree on the same goddamn thing. I mean, my. That's where the issue is. So everyone has their own form of justice. Right. I mean, my take on, uh, you know, government in general would be less of it uh, being like more of a libertarian viewer. So I'm like, yeah, defund all of it because it's all a big waste of fucking money. Like, uh, they this. don't need new cars every year. They don't need new tanks. They don't need that. None of that. Right. I mean, I do think a good accountant in a bunch of places that are auditing places could really do some good, I guess. They're making thousands like. of dollars over uh, that drug court bullshit that they do. Oh, yeah. And talking probation, I remember when I was on probation. Uh, we had a fraternity brother that worked, was in the office, like interning, and he was like, hey, as long as you make your payments, they don't fuck with you, because it's all just a big money thing. It's like, yep. we want to get money from the people that can't not do drugs. There's uh, some places, depending on their crime, that they don't even get their checks. They go straight to the department, and you're thinking, okay, some of these places that they're working at make twenty, thirty thousand 30000 a year, right. and you know their fines are only like ten grand. so come on, man. Yeah. And they're in this program for two or three years, yeah. and... I mean, so that, some like, people talk about like criminals pay and support so much of a city off of their just keep paying tickets and fees and fines so that just, it becomes like necessary to keep arresting people. So they just got forty to seventy thousand dollars off these, you know? Right. Oh, anyway, only reason I brought up motherfucker shooting people is because an Antifa person killed a Trump supporter. So that did happen as well. So I'm not like I'm ignoring that. That happened. Oh yeah, I forgot that uh, that uh, BLM uh, in that city, Kenosha, or I don't know how to say it. I think Wisconsin uh, declared open season on white people. It's pretty crazy. I I just don't think um, you know no negative plus a negative. I don't yeah, understand I, this. And well. And I don't you even ever to, heard of two wrongs don't make a right? Right. And like not even to be prideful because I feel like that's the way this comes off. But And I always re- go back to that one Killer Mike show he did on Netflix where the first episode was how he was like black people should only spend their money on in black businesses. And I was like, you don't want to play this game, I don't think. Because then if white people say we're only spending white business, they have so much more money. Like, And then same with this. Like, I think if you're like, all right, us black lives matter of this area, we're now going to openly kill white people. I was like, you know how many white people are like, deal let's have the race war like and there's a lot of those so like i just think it doesn't make sense if you're the smaller numbered person to want this quote-unquote i just think doing everything for individual cultures or races or whatever is just making it more segregated i agree like either free health care or for all or free or no health care for all or fucking everybody pays taxes i think everybody should pay taxes right Every business, every 
every farm, every every individual person, every culture. I think absolutely 100% across the board, congressmen, everybody should pay taxes. Right. 100%. Well, I've been thinking a lot because we've talked about this whole, you know, uh, systematic racism. And I do, I mean, I completely agree agree things have happened throughout our history that make it way harder to be a black person um i think something that's built into that i as someone who is not well off right they come from a poor family or something that might be a minority they can say like well my family was never given a chance so that's why i'm in this position whereas in like someone like me or you growing up it's like well our race didn't hold our family back but we are in a shitty position you know we don't i'm not saying get to blame our rate but like so I think for someone that comes from that and then um, they see people being like, well, the only reason I'm like this is because of this, this, and that. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Well, we stepped know. up. Uh, we we went from, you know, kind of poor upbringings to where. You we, did, for we, sure. Like I said, I, we, we got parents, a little educated. I mean, we're, I'm doing okay. Right. Yeah, I would say uh, you stepped up uh, um, uh, whatever there, class bracket or yeah. whatever. Like my parents did while I was a kid because my dad got a, a job at this factory and then my mom's become a nurse since I got out of college. So my parents have, I would say I'm like doing okay. I'm out where my parents Well, were. what had happened is when I was real young, my mom threw tires with the big boys out at uh, Goodyear, Michelin. I can see that, yeah. And she threw her back out and it pretty much kept her from yeah. working type deal. I'll, I'll do and he had a lumber yard job and he was as low as they come and he, he just don't make much at a lumber yard right you go out there he'd be the only one working nine people standing around he got paid the least yeah i mean i it is what it is right um he worked for a religious guy and he was getting into religion so what we're saying and, is big businesses need to pay goddamn taxes not the little man because uh that's where i'm at we get taxed too much. So earlier you were like, I think well, I was paid taxes. Well, these people come up there able to use their tax card on fucking pizza. Right. Well, it's like when you go to this convenience store and someone pulls out their food stamp card to get their bag of chips and fountain drink. And you're like, that should probably be used for like food at a grocery store, like groceries, like shit you got to cook. I don't know. I think I think food stamps should be have to be spent on shit you got to cook. And all in milk and all, you well, know. Well, I mean, like not that, everybody but. still does. There's like people that work for me that eat out every day. That's like the new thing. Like, Crazy. look at my business. It's just like almost every restaurant in town is number one in their region and or their company. Right. It is. People crazy. don't cook. That's true. I mean, even when I was in college, it was very rare that, like, I mean, right off the bat, like, it, like my, fr- home my at- freshman year, I was cooking home meals. Like, I'm going to go home after this and uh, throw some chicken wings on a barbecue. Right. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to cook some pork chops. It's my plan. Um, no, last night she had me chicken fried steak and mashed taters when I got home. That's pretty good. I have, I think, one more thing left of the deer steaks to make chicken fried deer steak, which is like the best thing I fucking cook around here. And I just keep looking them in the freezer. I'm like, but do I, it's only one left. I don't, I don't Dude, know. Last week I like beat the hell out of that chicken to thin it up. But when I fried it, it fucking puffed up. And that was the biggest chicken parmesan I ever made in my life. Well, hell yeah. They're huge. Um, all right. I only have like a couple things and then we can fucking wrap it up. We've been ranting about random shit. Um, That's what we do. OKC Thunder lost last night. It was very sad. This time of this recording. And uh, everyone's all optimistic. Of, like, they did so much better than they should. No one thought they'd be there. And Lou Dort's a welcoming surprise. It's like, they were one play away from winning. Why can't we be pissed for fucking 24 hours? Why does everyone have to be all fucking happy and excited like we love the thunder i'm like yeah they're cool and shit but guess what they ran a shitty play fucking nothing but green open fucking spaces for adams and he don't even run at the rim because they he doesn't know how to play 
I believe Steven Adams has been ruined when we played with Russell Westbrook during that triple-double first season because he had to not get rebounds and make sure Russ could get them, that it somehow has made Steven Adams non-aggressive. A little softer. Right. Like, I don't know. I just – I like him, but it, I'm like, if they trade him, cool. It's like one of those deals he made a name for himself and then leveled off. Right. Right. So, anyway. You're like, this ain't what we got excited about for James you. Harden played like shit, so it was like, yeah, we could – I mean, this is perfect well, to a, win. And I heard Westbrook almost, you know, gave us the chance, gave us the win. Well, he did give us the win in the game six, but game seven. So, was he doing that jump pass shit again? Yeah, well, like, he, he runs did. in and he throws it, and there's like he, no one there. He always did it in Oklahoma City, right in the crunch time and overtime in the playoffs, and cost us yeah. at least one. He did that. Cost us at least one championship. Right. Well, he helped us win one game, but yeah, like I said, we could not capitalize on Game Seven. And so I also watched the other, um, you know, games and shit that come on TNT because I have TNT. But uh, I don't know who's going to win. It's the Lakers. Honestly, or the Bucks. I don't think either of those teams are going to win. No. Um, the Bucks are down 2-0 right now to the Miami Heat. They're looking pretty good. Not saying the Bucks won't come back. Is Wade still could. playing, or is he done? No, he's been done. Uh, Jimmy Butler's on the Heat. Oh, ass. Butler went over there. I was wondering how it went. He went to like three or four teams last I seen. Yeah, but he just had to wait to find a winner because that's what he is. I love Jimmy Butler these days. Um, so Boston Celtics are also doing very good on the east side. Um I could see them being in the finals this year. Irvin healthy. Uh, he doesn't play for them. He plays for the Nets now. Oh, yeah. They f- they all switched on me, and I don't have cable to uh, okay. Yeah, They all switched him. Uh, Dude, I remember there was, like, all these big stars, like, traded teams and shit. People love the Clippers, but honestly, I'm kind of liking the Nuggets. So. I don't really know who plays for who right now. Paul, George, and Kawhi play on the Clippers, and uh, I didn't think they looked that great against Dallas, but everyone loves them and the Lakers. But I just don't think either of the, them look that good. And Paul but George I'm sure kind of old. Uh, no, he's about oh, no. Russ's age. Okay. Um, I mean, he's like 30, 31, something like that. Um, anyway, people love the Lakers, and they might bring it together, but I didn't think they looked that great in round one. Um, but they do have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So How's that combo working like? Are they both getting her? Well, they or? play centers with them, which is fucking stupid. Anthony Davis should play center and LeBron James should play the four, but instead they put Dwight Howard in there and then they play the four and the three. And they're real big, but LeBron can't shoot. So, I mean, he's just on, he can, but he's on a shooter. So I think they it would be better if he played a smaller and then they put more shooters out, you know, smaller guys. But that's not what they do. Um, it works. I mean, they've been winning, they won a lot of games, but. Uh, Anthony Davis is also just so fucking big that he can kind of take that over. Ain't he pretty good with the ball too, though? Right, yeah. He was a point guard until he was like a senior in high school, and then he hit a growth spurt or something. So he grew up being a point guard. But anyway, I will still watch basketball, like I was saying. In like, uh, let's see, five hours, NBA 2K21 comes out. So I'll be all on that um, to at least hold me over until Thunder come back. And hopefully December – or January, I think they're trying to get the next season going by. So that'd be pretty cool. Be all for it. Um, all right. I don't think I have much else. Uh, you got anything? No. All right. Well, uh, like I said, I'm going to try to get Powell on. I don't know if it'll happen. He was in town yesterday and didn't even see me because he said it was raining or some shit, so he didn't want to stop or fucking asshole two days ago maybe. Um yeah, it would rain like a bitch on Tuesday. Yeah, it was like a fucking monsoon. I was like, you already drove in it. Might as well hang out for a minute. It shit. wasn't even raining at like, probably the hours that you would have been off work. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. It had right. rained a fuck ton by then. Right. 
I agree. So anyway, um, if y'all know Powell, give him shit because he's a fake friend. Anyway. Uh, All right, peace, man. Peace.